Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. And let's go ahead and return to the uh, base text, the foundation text that we've been using here in Romans chapter 5 to learn something that is vital, I believe, for this day and age. I believe that we are in a time where God wants to bring us to a skill of kingdom uh, uh, truths and kingdom systems so that we are um, more skilled in the kingdom of God system than the unbeliever is skilled in the world system. Amen? And what we see here in Romans chapter 5 is that we have access into the favor of God. Let's read verses 1 and 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace is a word that is an all-compassing uh, word. It means uh, nothing missing, nothing broken. It is a supernatural flow in our lives that causes restoration in our home, in our family, in our finances, in our body. The peace of God will continue to work until you come to a place where you have nothing missing, nothing broken. If it is given, it's, it's flow. If you participate with that peace. So we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This peace begins in our relationship with God because we have a relationship with God where there is nothing standing between us. There is nothing hindering our coming to Him, nothing hindering our receiving from Him. Amen? Verse 2 says, By whom, speaking of Jesus, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We have access by faith into this grace. This grace is also defined as favor. We have access by faith into the favor of God. Can I see the amplified for that verse? Access is an entry point. It is a, a enabling us to gain what's through the door. We have access, entrance, introduction by faith into this grace, this state of God's favor in which we firmly stand and safely stand and let us rejoice and exult in our hope of experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So again, faith is confidence, certainty. Those are descriptions of what faith would be like. It says faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the certainty of things hoped for, the title deed of things hoped for in Hebrews chapter 11. Faith is uh, a supernatural force that comes by hearing the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing 
the word of God. So as we hear the word of God on any subject, it brings a faith for us to be able to receive and participate with that provision in the kingdom. That's why there are a lot of people who believe in salvation by the cross, but they don't believe in healing because they've never heard it preached. And because they've never heard it preached, they don't have any faith for it. They don't believe in prospering because they've never heard it preached. They don't, they, faith hasn't come by hearing. And so it's theirs by covenant, but it's not operative in their life because all of the covenant provisions require a faith activation in our lives. And so that's why we have the word supply. So that if, you're, if you need to build your faith about the authority in Jesus' name, you can go find that and put it in your CD player and build your faith about the authority of Jesus' name because faith for that authority will come by hearing. If you need faith for finances, you can find a message on financial stability or financial blessing and you can listen to that. If you need faith that you're redeemed from the curse, if you need faith that for your marriage, the scripture contains the faith that will provide the access to the provision. So we access favor by faith. Jesus is the fullness of the favor of God. We've covered that in some of our previous teachings. That John chapter 1 says, Of his fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace and favor upon, heaped upon favor, and spiritual blessing heaped upon spiritual blessing. And that's the amplified version there in John chapter 1. I believe it's verse 16. But what, what we see in that is Jesus is the fullness of the favor, but for us to have that manifested in our life, we need to believe it. And believe, having faith is believing and speaking. It says we having the same spirit of faith, what do we do? We believe and we speak. So if we believe that we have the access to the favor of God, we need to do so by faith and say, the favor of God is upon my life. I've got favor in this job application. I've got favor in this decision that I need to make. I've got favor where this situation in my family is concerned. The favor of God's going to help me. And we found out that favor is not just good things happening to you. It will cause that. But the favor is a supernatural force and it will also help you overcome. It will help get you gain the victory. And so he, we found out that we need to be strong in the favor of God. Be, we need to grow in the favor of God. And I, I want to go tonight and give a connection to the blessing because I want you to see that the favor of God originates in the blessing. It originates in the blessing. And so go with me uh, to um, Genesis chapter 1. And let's look at the blessing here in verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them. 
him, male and female, created he them, and God blessed them. Notice it's the first thing God did after he created man. He blessed them. He blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And just for the sake of, the, of how we mentioned it before, let's see that verse 29 begins with and, which connects he is still pronouncing the blessing. And God said, Behold, I've given you every herb-bearing seed. And he goes on and describes the operation of the seed. But in this, God blessed man. And the, the word blessing is defined as benefit. God bestowed benefits on man through the blessing. Benefits that flowed from the blessing include the fruitfulness and the dominion. This, this fruitfulness is not limited to uh, us having children. It includes us bearing children, but it's not limited to that. If you look in the Strong's Concordance, this word fruitfulness, be fruitful, it includes increase and grow in the definition. Increase and grow. And when he commanded us, and it was a blessing, but it was a command. Be fruitful. That's not just have children. If he just wanted to say have children, he could have said have children. But he didn't. He said be fruitful. So that means be fruitful in your health. Be fruitful in your finances. Be fruitful in your business decisions. Be fruitful in your assets. Be fruitful. And again, the definition from the Strong's Concordance includes increase. So God is saying, you increase. You grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it was a command. It was given in command form the same way God said, light be, man be in our image, heavens be, firmament be, you be fruitful. And so if light still has the power, the energy to move at the speed that it began from the moment God pronounced light be, it hasn't hiccuped, slowed down, hesitated, it's still operating at the same efficiency, then this command still holds the same power for us to increase and to grow and be fruitful in our lives. Amen? So we just bring ourselves to a submission to the blessing of God and we say, I am. When God says, you be, then your response is, I am. If he says, be healed, your response is, I am. If he says, be blessed, your response is, I am. If he says, be wise, your response is, I am. Amen. Why? Because he said, be, and be is the state of being verb. And when you bring it personal, you conjugate it as, I am. You are. We are. Amen. So this blessing is, is something that God is, has... Uh, developed and designed to be the empowerment for us. The word blessed, another definition of it is empowered to prosper. 
The power to prosper is in the blessing. Empowered. So if I'm blessed, I don't have to try. I just have to be. I'm blessed. And in the blessing is the power to be increased. In the blessing is the power to, to, to grow, to increase, to multiply. I just need to be blessed. I don't have to try to get rich. I just need to be blessed. And so... A, a person had a conversation with a man who was Jewish in, in his roots. He was by, by birth a Jew and had been raised in the culture. And this person asked him, how have you become so wealthy? How have you increased? How have you, you become so, so substantial in your wealth? And he said, how, how have you done this? He said, I, I don't understand. I don't understand your question. How did you get rich? I don't understand your question. No, tell me, because they wanted steps. They wanted like seven steps, five keys, you know, the give me your plan. Give me your business plan. What was your business plan? And he said, his response was, I'm Jewish. And it was sincere. He's like, what do you mean? How do I get blessed? How do I get rich? I'm Jewish. That's like asking me, how am I a woman? I was born this way. I'm not trying to be a woman. I'm not pretending to be a woman. I'm not hoping to be a woman. I am. I was born this way. So when you were born again, you were born again blessed. You were born again empowered to prosper. Bring your faith to it. And that means I'm believing and speaking it and so that it can have its manifestation in your life. So this fruitfulness is a word that includes the definition increase and grow. Uh, the concept is confirmed by the many examples of God blessing the works of their hands. God said in Deuteronomy, I'll, I'll bless the work of your hands. He said in Leviticus, I'll bless the work of your hands. It's all throughout the book of Psalms how he blesses the works of our hands. Why? Because that's the blessing, the empowerment. You go to do something and God's going to bless it. Yeah. You put your hand to something and God's going to bless it. And it's going to prosper and, and thrive because of the blessing. Because you're being blessed. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so this, this blessing also includes authority and dominion. It said subdue and have dominion. And that's not just try to force it in your own strength. In this empowering, he's empowering you in authority. So part of the blessing is that you have authority. Part of this blessing is that you don't have to allow things that are unlawful for you as a kingdom citizen Amen. to be active or operative in your life. That you have the authority to say that curse is not operating in my finances. Yeah. Lack cannot operate here. Yeah. I fear the Lord 
And those who fear the Lord shall not lack or suffer hunger. Those who fear the Lord shall not want any good thing. You've got to verbalize it to resist. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this. Don't wait until lack comes to put it in your heart and in your mouth. Go ahead. You know, there's, there's, I, I, I saw something I had written. I was going back through an old journal and I had written a statement. It was probably back in 2003. Uh, and I, I had written a statement of that you can't confront an adversary that you don't know or you can't resist. That's what the word I use. You can't resist an adversary that you can't recognize. And when I saw that, the Lord said, defense is resistance. Defense is resistance. So I can go ahead and resist before an adversary even tries to come around my parameter. I can set up a defense system in my vicinity so that if he comes, he says, I can't get through that gate. There's already a supply up. There's already a, a faith statement in place that prohibits me from coming on the property. I can't even get on the property. You know, we talk about trespassing. Sickness will trespass. Things try to trespass. Well, you know, the reason they trespass is they found a way in. But if I've got the door locked and if I've got the alarm system set and they open the door and the alarm starts going really loud, they haven't got very far in the house before they're going to be confronted. Yeah. Amen? And, and that's what the, here, the building your faith in advance will provide for you. Amen. Building your faith in favor. You remember what I, I read a quote to you from Brother Savell, and he said, the more I have uh, built my expectation of the favor of God, the less I've had to fight. It's in my other journal. The less I've had to deal with the fear of failure. So the, he said, the more I build my expectation of the favor of God in my life, the less I have to deal with the fear of failure. So he already had a strong immune system where, where the fear of failure was concerned just by building his faith in the favor of God. So because he was so strong in an expectation that I am favored by God, the blessing is working in my life. God's keeping me. He is protecting me. He is blessing me. He's multiplying my seed zone. Because that was so strong, the fear of failure and the fear of lack didn't have a grip. It couldn't even get a good foothold. Hallelujah. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. And so that's resistance. That's resistance. So we don't have to wait until lack is apparent before we start resisting it. Go ahead and put your declarations of the favor of God and the supply of God and the help of God in place. And that's, that's a defense mechanism. You don't even have to see the enemy. Just, just never have to know he even came knocking at the door and found out it was locked. Amen. So this blessing is something that even after the fall, 
even after Adam and Eve fell from the position where the blessing could operate in their life at its full measure, God was still trying to establish it. He still made a way for them with the blood covering. They didn't have the same measure that they would have had if they had been in obedience, but God continually interacted with man and whenever he got into a covenant with a man he provided a blessing he put blessing in place for that person and that's that's why we through the uh, relationship that we have with Jesus because Jesus is the seed of Abraham and because he is we are So let's look at Genesis 12, and I want to look at this in verses 1 through 3 from the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. Brother Tavakal, could you turn the air behind that door down? Because I'm I'm thinking I'm going to freeze some people out. I think it's like automatically set on low, so I don't sweat up here. This means I need to preach more so it warms me up, right? (laughs) Okay, Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Let's look at it uh, in uh, the Amplified that's here on the screen if you need it. Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abraham, Go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. Abundant increase of favors. And make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. So I will bless you with abundant increase of favors And the result is going to be you will abound to every good work. You will be a blessing dispensing good to others. But I want to look specifically at that phrase, abundant increase of favors. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. Now the, the Amplified has just taken that word and amplified the definition of it from the original language. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. That's what John chapter 1, speaking of Jesus, was talking about. We've received of that fullness. This abundant increase of favors is ours in Christ. It is the flow of the kingdom. God desires to govern us by the blessing. When he was dealing with the Israelites in Deuteronomy 28, he wanted to govern them by the blessing. He said, if you will hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do all these commandments that I command you this day. Well, it was a little more difficult for them because they had to know all those commandments, didn't they? And they had to, to do it out of a heart that wasn't born again, a heart that wasn't alive unto God. But he still was trying to establish for them a way for the blessing to have its operation in their life. He said, if you'll obey my commands, all these blessings will come on you 
and overtake you. And you'll be blessed in the city and you'll be blessed in the country and you'll be blessed in the field and you'll be blessed in the basket and you'll be blessed in your storehouse. And it's like you won't be able to find a place in your life that you're not blessed if you'll obey my word. You can look for a place and say, I can't find a place where the blessing's not working for me. Everywhere I go, it's on the right, it's on the left, it's in front and back, under me, over me, it's keeping me alive. The blessing. Everywhere I look, the blessing. Hallelujah. Yep, it's down there too. Yeah, it's up there too. The blessing. That's what he said. If you will obey me, if you will walk in my word, well, how much more now that we are alive unto God, we can obey him out of our heart. We don't even have to memorize the book if we just have the, the, the leading and the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. If we step out of line, we can say, whoop, forgive me, Jesus. I'm in the blessing, right? And get right back into the blessing. Why? Because I can walk in obedience to God by walking in the Spirit. I will not fulfill the desires of my flesh, amen? So you and I should be... Um, so proficient in the blessing it's God's desire God wants it if you were to come to the father and say tell me something you want from me he says I want you to be blessed I want it I want it we know this because of the way he dealt with every covenant person every covenant person from Adam to Noah to uh, Abraham to Joseph, to Jacob, to Isaac. He wanted the blessing in the earth. And he needed a covenant righteous person who would walk with him and let him bless them so that they could be a blessing. Hallelujah. Here I am, Lord. You found me. You have found a people who will cooperate with your abundant increase of favors. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So this is established for us. This is established in our life as God's plan and God's uh, uh, design for our life. The abundant increase of favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to look a little bit at I'm going to switch my gears here. Praise God. The Lord is good. So good, so good, so good, so good. Thank you, Lord, for your favor on our life. We are so grateful for the favor that is ours in Christ Jesus. There's no limit to that favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So because of this supply, uh, we need to recognize our responsibility to it. It is necessary to cooperate with the blessing to be able to fulfill the plan of God for our life. You can't, you can't 
supply or bankroll the plan of God for your life. Not in your own power, not in human, human uh, 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 capacity to earn. The earning capacity in the natural is not enough. The blessing is required for God's plan because he wants you to be a blessing. So it's, it's going to require that we build our faith for it so that we can fulfill the plan of God in our life. And I'm going to give some examples and we'll look at Deuteronomy 33 and verse 23 first of all. And I'm going to look at it in the Amplified as well. Deuteronomy 33 and verse 23. 33, 23 of Deuteronomy. There are things that God needs to bring into our life that we, He has to do it by the blessing. And we see here in this example that it, they possess the land through the favor of God. Deuteronomy 33 and verse 23. And I'm going to read from the Amplified. You follow along in your Bible. Of Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. And I think this would be a great one for you to just go ahead and print out and put on your mirror, your refrigerator, and put your name there. Oh, Ron Swagger. Oh, Ron Swagger, satisfied with favor and full of the blessing. Just go ahead and call yourself that, right? Amen. Full of the blessing of the Lord. Possess the Sea of Galilee and its warm, uh, sunny climate like the South. Hallelujah. The King James says, satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. Possess thou the West and the South. So the favor and the blessing were instruments for possessing the land. The favor and the blessing were instruments for possessing the land. And we have a, a scripture, one of the scriptures that I quote over our church concerning our land is a, a scripture that includes uh, the favor of God. And it's actually from the book of Psalms. Let me see if I can locate it here in my notes. 44.3. It says, for they got not their land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but your right hand and your arm and the light of your countenance because you had a favor unto them. So they got their land in possession because of favor. Naphtali did, and so here in Psalms 44, through the favor of God, because you were favorable towards them and delight in them. And did delight in them, the Amplified says. So favor is a, a supply that will help us possess the things that God has set aside for us, the things that God has prepared for us. Amen? We also see that the favor of God was used when he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Let's go to Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 21. We're going to read three different texts out of this section uh, of uh, Exodus, this vicinity. Exodus 3, 21 and 22. 
God is giving Moses instruction about how to uh, uh, lead the people out. And this is before all of the plagues. He says, I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when you go, you will not go empty. But every woman shall borrow. Can you pull up Amplified of verse 22? Every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourns in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and remnant, and you shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters and you shall spoil the Egyptians. Hallelujah. And he said this was favor. He said, I am going to give this people favor. He says in verse 22, every woman shall insistently solicit of her neighbor. Insistently solicit. So it wasn't a borrowing like, may I borrow that and I'm going to bring it back. One, one translation or one definition of that word is require. In other words, they walked up and said, I would like to have, please give me your jewels of silver and your jewels of gold and your finest clothes. And because of the favor of God, let's see what happens. Let's look again at 11. This is right before they uh, were about to leave. Exodus 11, Exodus chapter 11, verses 2 and 3. Chapter 11, verse 2 says, Speak now in the ears of the people. Now they've been through the plagues. They've been through these different conversations with Pharaoh. And now they're preparing to leave. We know chapter 12 is where they eat the Passover lamb. So here he says in chapter 11, verse 2, Speak now in the ears of the people and let every man borrow of his neighbor. And again, that word borrow is insistently require or solicit solicit or, or require, uh, solicit of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was now very great in the land of Egypt in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. Okay, now Exodus chapter 12, they are now leaving. They are now leaving. The Egyptians have lost their firstborn. And uh, it says in verse 35 of chapter 12, And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed, solicited, required of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and remnant. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent, let me see the Amplified right there, gave them, so that they gave them what they asked, the Amplified says. They gave them what they ask. Ask and receive right here at work for them. Yeah. Why? Favor. This did not just happen because they asked. This happened because God gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. It was a supernatural moment. It was a supernatural. 
I'm sure that there were some of them that after the, the Israelites had left, they were probably wondering, why did I do that? Did, why did I give all of my jewelry to them? Why did I give all of my expensive clothes? Why did I do that? And if you've ever had anybody walk up to you and say, I don't know why I'm doing this, that's the the indication right there. God is at work with his favor. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm creating this position. I don't know why I'm putting you in this place. I don't know why I'm giving you this deal. I don't know why. And it's true. They don't know why. They can't explain the favor of God. (laughs) How did that happen? And they might even scratch their head for weeks afterwards and say, why did I do that? I don't know why I did it, but I did it. It was just something I... The Lord gave the people favor. And we have the fullness of favor operating for us, for His kingdom purpose. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. The the CJB version, CJB version says the Egyptians, the, the Lord had made the Egyptians so favorably disposed toward the people that they had let them have whatever they requested. They let them have whatever they requested. Why? Because of the favor of God. Hallelujah. Now listen, there's a safety mechanism on favor. It's not going to work for disobedient people. It's not going to work for people who don't love the Lord. It's not going to work for people who don't honor and fear Him. But that's not us. We're not those people. We are those who fear the Lord. We are those who love the Lord with all of our heart. We are those who trust in Him. And He wants His favor to be at work in our life. Amen? Glory to God. Let's look at Joseph. Can we talk about Joseph? Let's look at Joseph in Genesis chapter 39. Chapter 39 and verse 2. Hallelujah. I'm favored. The Lord has blessed me with abundant increase of favors. Amen. Hallelujah. And this does more than just money. We're not we're, money's in a part of it, but money's not all of it. You need more than just money. Amen. You need favor. You, he says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he'll make even his enemies to be at peace with you. That's what we need. That's what I'm talking about. It's like I'm looking for an enemy. Why? My ways are pleasing the Lord and my enemies are at peace with me. Praise God. Praise God. So he says here in Genesis chapter 39. And let's begin at verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph. Now, he's in Potiphar's house. He has been sold into slavery. He, they, they dug him out of a pit that his brothers threw him into, planning to kill him and decided to sell him. And so you would think that he's not in a, a good way. You would think, poor Joseph, what a sad story. But God wouldn't let the story go sad. Every time the situation tried to make it bad, God showed up with favor and turned it for the good of Joseph. God didn't put him there. It wasn't God who was putting him in bad, dangerous positions, but it was God who was taking what the 
enemy meant for evil, what his brothers meant for evil, and turning it. And it says the Lord was with Joseph. And he's with you. He's in you. He'll never leave you and never forsake you. If God be for me, who can be against me? He is forever with us. He's our ever-present help, present help, present help. Have ever-present help in time of trouble. He said, I'm a friend who sticks closer than a brother. He dwells in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and the Lord, the Lord was with Andre. And the Lord was with Wanda. And the Lord was with Gloria. Thank you, Lord. And what? Because the Lord was with him, he was a prosperous man. And you're a prosperous woman. Prosperous, prosperous. Why? Because the Lord is with you. You know, when you've got the one who owns the cattle on a thousand hills with you, you're never at a place where you have to say, I don't have enough for that. Why? Because he does. He's got enough for that. I might not be able to pay that bill out of my wallet, but he can pay that bill out of his. The Lord was with him and he was a prosperous man. He was a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. It was noticeable. The Lord working with us, the Lord walking with us, the Lord uh, cooperating with us through the blessing is evident. It's something that can be recognized. It's something that can be evidenced. That people can see on our life, God is working in my life. The, the, his master saw that the Lord was with him. And this is one of the ways that he saw it. The Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. <laughs> all that he did. If he got assigned the task, it turned out right. If he got the job, it was over and above profitable. Amen? If he was put in charge of something, it went well. Hallelujah. All that he did to prosper. One translation says, The Lord made all that he did to flourish and succeed in his hand. In his hand. In his hand. And so Jesus received the fish and the loaves. He received the fish and the loaves and he blessed it and he broke it and he put it in the hands. He put it in the hands. And where did it multiply? In the hands of the disciples. In the hands it multiplied. Hallelujah. So our Lord receives. He is our high priest. He receives our tithe. He releases the blessing, the high priest blessing. Hallelujah. So that it blesses and multiplies in our hands. Glory to God. And Joseph found grace, favor. Joseph found favor where? 
with his master. That came from God. He found favor, grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. Hallelujah. So now, now we see the blessing is, is not going to put me on the couch eating bonbons and Doritos and Twinkies <laughs> while the blessing just pours it in and you can just have them, you know, waving me with the fan and bringing me some bonbons. <laughs> That's not the purpose of the blessing. The blessing is to cause what you put your hand to to prosper. If you put your hand to coming out of debt, God will prosper it. If you put your hand to building a savings account, God will prosper it. If you put your hand to your retirement, God will prosper He wants you to prosper in all of those things as well as prospering in giving into the kingdom. Hallelujah. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the Lord will bless your company because you're there. I mean, that's Bible. That's Bible for your sake. He blessed the Egyptian's house. There was no blessing working for the Egyptian, but because the blessing was on Joseph, that Egyptian got blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Hallelujah. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not what he had save the bread he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well-favored. So when favor begins to work, you better make sure your honesty is in place. He was an honest man. That's why the favor worked the way it did. He was a righteous man. He He wasn't pilfering off of the top of the Egyptians' money and putting a little bit of Potiphar's money in his pocket. No, this isn't mine. It's Potiphar's. It's Potiphar's blessed because I'm here. The blessing is working because God's causing me to prosper, but he did what was right. And because he did what was right, God was able to protect him. He did what was right when he was accused by Potiphar's wife. His purpose was, I won't sin. I won't break covenant. His, his, His moral integrity was in place, and that's the main component of favor. That moral integrity allows that favor to have its fullness of operation in our life. Because if a person begins to get stingy or get motives of, of selfish motives where the blessing is concerned, remember why you're blessed? To be a blessing. So selfishness has no room in my life. Yes, God is going to bless us. But he's also going to enable us to bless others. So we've got to maintain our generosity and maintain our integrity. Let's finish up with Joseph here and we'll come back to more in the future. In the same chapter, let's look at verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. 
So now he's been lied on, and because of that false accusation of Potiphar's wife, he has been placed in the prison. Would he had, would he have had the opportunity to feel sorry for himself? My brothers threw me in the pit. They sold me into slavery. I've been serving in Potiphar's house all these years, and now his wife lies on me. And Potiphar, who, who was blessed because I was in charge, he threw me in prison. Could he have gotten offended? He didn't. If he would have gotten offended, the blessing would have been hindered. The favor would have had an obstacle to overcome. So do you see here that he had to keep his heart right? He had to maintain his heart before the Lord and he couldn't hold bitterness and animosity and offense in his heart. He had to maintain that that. Uh, openness before the Lord and you can't do that if you're if you're full of bitterness and, and unforgiveness towards other people so he goes into the prison and again here's a situation that should have gone south but instead God turned it for the good he turned it for the good it says that he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison and the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison and whatever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with Joseph and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen, we're talking about how favor works in, in situations that are not what seem to be the best. I might be in a situation that doesn't look like it's, it's all... Did he give him a dream? Joseph had a dream. God showed up and gave him a dream about how all of his brothers would bow down to him and how he was going to be in charge and he was going to be in authority. He had that dream and he's been in the pit. He's been in uh, a servant in Potiphar's house. Now that he's thrown him into the prison, he could have given up on his dream and said, how's God ever going to make that happen? But the Lord was with him and the Lord made what he did to prosper. All right, let's look again here at uh, chapter 41. After... He had prospered in the prison. We know that there were uh, two people who were sent to the prison by the uh, Pharaoh and he told their dreams and the dreams came to pass exactly the way they were prophetic dreams and he, he interpreted them. And so he had asked at that time, when you get the opportunity, please tell the Pharaoh about me. Well, that opportunity didn't come <laughs> for a while. And it was after a while that the king, the Pharaoh, he had a dream. And it, nobody could interpret his dream. And the butler remembered. Oh, I remember there was a man who interpreted my dream and it came to pass. And so they called for him. And he woke up that morning 
a prisoner in the prison. And that night when he laid his bed on his pillow, he was in charge of everything except the Pharaoh. <laughs> he was in one day moved into the position that God had for him. But if he had not maintained his vision and his integrity and his heart before God, this favor would not have been able to position him each step of the way. So let's read here in verse 41, chapter 41, verse 37. And the thing was good in the sight of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all of his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed you all this, there is none so discreet and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and according unto your word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set you this day, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off the ring from his hand and put it onto Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, fine. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck and he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee, and he made them ruler over all, made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. That was the favor of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But it was the plan of God. That was God's plan. God wanted him there in that position. It wasn't necessarily... I, I, I think God could have gotten him there without the pit and without, but there were, in every step of the way, he learned because he stayed in that position, submitted to God, and the favor of God was able to position him and move him into the plan that God had for him. Hallelujah. For us to fulfill the plan that God has for us, we, we must be proficient in the favor of God. We must cooperate with the blessing. And that means we need to be people of integrity. We need to be wise. We need to be disciplined where spiritual things are concerned with walking in love and quick to forgive because that's the plan that God has for us. Amen? And His favor will cause us to prosper at everything we set our hand to. Father, we are eager to learn what You would show us and teach us from Your Word. And so, Father, we bring ourselves... I want You to say this with me today. Would You just open Your mouth and say this? Father, I desire to grow in favor... I ask you for wisdom and you said you would apply it to me liberally. Teach me what I need to know to cooperate with your blessing. Help me overcome the areas of my flesh that would be a hindrance 
so that I can walk in the Spirit and fulfill your desire. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed tonight? Praise God.